The Rebrand Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Welcome to the Rebrand Podcast, and I Hear Everything production. This podcast tells the stories of world-changing marketing campaigns as told by the people who build them. In each episode, you'll hear a brilliant marketer talk through the strategy, framework, and tactics used to elevate their brands to new heights. Ready to hear untold stories behind the brands you love? Then sit back, relax, and get ready for the Rebrand Here's the host of the Rebrand Podcast, the CEO of the Harkey Group, Scott Harkey. Welcome to the Rebrand Podcast. As you know, we tell untold stories of world-changing brand campaigns as told by the marketers who've built them. I'm your host and founder, Scott Harkey of the Harkey Group. And today we're going to discuss Deutsch's brand refresh for the brand Different. Joining us is Melaton Ryden who is the EVP of Art Design at Deutsch New York. As you probably know, audience, Deutsch New York has been in the business of building brands since 1969. Happens to be one of my favorite agencies, very well-known agency. We want to talk a, a lot to Melton about, you know, how the team gets there. Like, how are they doing their best creative work? We have a really interesting brand refresh campaign we want to talk about. Now we want to talk about some more of her work. I think we're going to talk a little bit more on TWA and some work she had there with H&M on the next episode. So I'm going to tease that out there a little bit. But let's figure this out. Let's let's just bring uh, Melton in and, and and talk about Deutsch's brand refresh campaign for the brand different. Here's my conversation with Melton Ryden, the EVP Arts and Designs at Deutsch New York. What's going on? Good to have you on. Hi, Scott. Nice to be here. Thank you. Yay. All right. So first off, let's get into your background a little bit. Obviously, you've been in the business for a while. Love to hear how you came up in the business, where you're from, some agencies worked out. Obviously, I teased out TWA. You're at Deutsch now you know, maybe your career in the business that love to hear about it. Yeah, it's been a long road and the end is not even close to being there. I'm Canadian. I've been living in New York now for about 11 years. My background is design. I was trained as a graphic designer and very strict system design and brand design. I've had the opportunity of working at small specialized design studios in Toronto and Montreal. And from there, just, you know, moving on to more multidisciplinary creative agencies where, you know, the brand studios are very, very disciplined in brand building, but ever hungry for more. I wanted to experience a broader, a broader range of creativity and applying those design principles to campaigns and also experiences, even products. So from that background, I kind of grew and open the aperture on creativity. So from these multidisciplinary creative agencies, I would say, you know, Sid Lee, Anomaly, I I moved from, from that to New York and landed in, you know, big global advertising agencies where I had the privilege to work on bigger campaigns, um, more film work. Yeah, so that's kind of my trajectory. What do you think the biggest difference is from, you know, what I would call like larger boutique specialties versus the global holding company, like big, you know, brand integrated agencies? 
Well, I'd have to say that the biggest aspect of it is that you're at brand agencies, you are creating the brand itself, purpose, the identity, its behaviors. But at global advertising agencies, we're putting that brand out into the world. It doesn't mean that branding agencies don't do campaigns and communications. And it also doesn't mean that advertising agencies certainly don't touch branding. But the smaller specialized design studios have a very disciplined and rigorous approach to perhaps one or two or several aspects of a brand from its infancy, whereas the advertising agencies, in my experience, is how it shows up in the world and these brand behaviors. Hmm. I think that's a, that's a great point. Well, let's get into the brand refresh campaign. Sounds like you're really proud of the work for Different. What, what is Different? How did this come about? You know, what was the problem? How did the brief come about? So yeah, maybe kind of take us through this campaign. Yeah, I'll talk to you about Different. So it's Different is a acne medication. This is, you know, a CVS brand, not CVS own brand, but it's a drugstore brand, not a specialized brand that you would buy at a Sephora, but you would get it at any drugstore. It was it's it's seen as an efficacious product, but it needed to create a new identity to sort of reach a broader audience. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm, maybe I'm, you know, older these days, so I, I'm not in the Acme uh, buying clientele. But yeah, totally. It looks certainly like kind of a Acme kind of gel and uh, familiar from back in the day when I was younger, like watching MTV and like you've probably seen like proactive. So like kind of proactive. Proactive was it. Yeah. 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 And I, they, had, they had a celebrity sort of endorsement plan. But listen, when it comes to acne, you know, historically, these acne brands were solely focused on teens, right? Mm-hmm. But also, with that being in mind, there you have very limited choices. It's either over-the-counter medication, mm-hmm. something that you have to pre-order, like those proactives, you know, so it's either that or makeup, heavy coverage makeup to cover your acne, medication, actually taking pills. Mm-hmm. And now brands like Starface, for example, you know, they're currently our biggest competitor for specifically a Gen Z demographic. You know, they're they're changing the script on acne. I'm not sure if you're familiar with what they are, but they're these medicated stickers that are applied to your spots. So they kind mm-hmm. of make acne fun. You know, we're we're basically changing the script on acne and how we treat it. And, you know, we're not running away from it anymore. So here comes different, you know, our approach wasn't to be either one of those choices. Our approach was to have a more flexible reach and feel efficacious, but approachable and not going to, you know, not swinging the pendulum too much in one direction or the other. So that was essentially the brief for us. How do we speak to a Gen Z audience while making this brand feel efficacious and not, you know, a fun little patch that you put on your mm-hmm. face? And rolling it out, how long did it take? And, and kind of kind of walk me through maybe some of the creative elements or how the brand did. What what were some of the results from the campaign? Well, essentially, when you talk about timelines, uh, this is actually one big difference between brand consultancies and <laughs> advertising agencies is the timeline. This was a very very tight timeline, but you know they wanted a quick refresh, and you know the the biggest challenge besides doing something in an incredibly efficient and smart way in a short period of time is to understand what you're making and who this is for. So 
again, you know, we wanted to appeal to a new audience, but we didn't want to polarize the existing one. We had to create a brand, a new look and feel for this audience, but we had to maintain the existing brand equities, such as the packaging, you know, the color palette. So that's quite a challenge when you're working against a timeline and you have to use these branded equities that may not feel like they're aligned with the new work that you're doing. So how do you create balance with using Mm. existing brand equities and introducing new ones that fit together harmoniously and speaking to a new audience without polarizing the other. So there's a lot of things here. So well said, and and I think forgotten by, especially, I think, been really good people on the creative side of the business is how do you keep the existing brand equities, but move the brand in a new direction. And and, and the way you described it was way smarter than I'm describing that process. And I I also love the speed at which that you're thinking about this campaign. So I, I don't know why I'm interjecting there, but I just think it's a point that I want to highlight from the audience and certainly things that I've experienced in in my career and seen happen. And I think you're just really eloquently describing that process and that goal at which, you know, a lot of brand refreshes happen, especially for ad agencies in in a a business. Well, that's exactly it. And, you know, we do have a number of clients that have an appetite for transformation, but you can't change the logo but you can't change this or that or the other. So it's a challenge, but that's the work that we have to do. That's the creative process. That's the interrogation. So when we talk about process and specifically this refresh design process, um, we have somewhat of a formula or steps to getting to a shipped product. But as brands are different, as the briefs are different and the creative needs are different, you know that that process can be a little flexible. So how we approached um, this one in particular is, you know, we have a kickoff session. We we talk about goals. Isn't it funny how there's different, I, I'm going to stop you again because I think it's funny because agency, agency here, and I mean, much larger agency group, you know, than I've ever worked at even. But I, I think it's funny how each people describes different parts of their process, depending on what agency you've been at differently, even though it's called the same thing. And like, we've just noticed like how important language is in terms of what you call stuff, a kickoff meeting versus a launch meeting versus a, you know, and there's different acronyms people have. So it's just funny. You just said kickoff. Of course you have a kickoff and I'm like that. Yes. That's what I've called it for, you know, a decade, but other people are like, no, it's not called a kickoff. It's called something else. Like we had to have a whole meeting to like have our words mean the same thing. So it's kind of funny because a bunch of people come from different agencies, obviously. I don't know if you've experienced that. Oh, I've totally experienced that. Vernacular is so important in our business, you know? Completely. And I think, you know, the there's a lot of companies that actually package that process and that becomes a tool for how the agency works and how they go from signing an RFP to producing work. And, you know, you're you're buying not just the people and the product, but the process as well. At TBWA, the disruption company they had they had a very specialized and minted process on on how they work every agency has a little bit of something and there's a baked in flexibility to it again depending on you know the scope of the project and and what it's for you know and sometimes you just got to go rogue <laughs> sometimes you just throw the process out the window and you go with your instincts if you understand the company if you understand what the goals are then there's a lot of intuition that can drive the process and again, getting back to different, we have an audit. I don't know what other companies call it, but we have an audit. And that, you know, that's sort of 
allowing ourselves to get grounded in the competition and not just the category, but category adjacent, and also looking at brands that are doing things really, really well that inspire what possibilities or opportunities that we can apply to the work that we do. So that would be the audit. And funnily enough, this was briefed in the summertime 2022, and we had several interns and they were literally the demographic. It couldn't have been a more <laughs> perfect a happenstance. What a focus group. <laughs> it was a focus group. It was also a learning opportunity for them to come in from the beginning. Um, mm -hmm. I think that especially with the, the next generation, they don't necessarily see the rigor and the strategy and all of the study that goes behind the creation part of brand building. So it was great for us to glean those insights from them, but also great for them just to sort of peek behind the curtain and also feel like, hey, I'm contributing to this. Like, I am the audience. I'll tell you what's cool. I'll tell you what's not cool. I'll let you know, you know, what resonates with me and, and how a brand speaks to an audience. And it was really an enriching experience for us on both sides. So following that audit, we would have a strategic exploration and really understand our audience and the competition and finding a unique and meaningful area for us to explore and play in and, and develop this new look and feel. So then following that, that's when we roll up our sleeves and get dirty and we sort of land on a couple of territories and there are assets that we can flex to create more distinction while keeping the equities that, we, that we've got to keep. That's cool. No, I love it. And how quick a timeline was it and, and any maybe, you know, kind of help tie this in a bow for us kind of at the end here. And I know we want to we want to jump into your other campaign you worked on and shy uh, here pretty shortly. So what does the tight timeline look like? Yeah, that's that's funny because, you know, I, I ask my peers at other agencies and it seems so luxurious when you have, you know, a couple of months to do and explore. But I'd say that the entire process was about eight to 12 weeks. It was very quick. From doing the audit and the interrogation, the explore, getting approvals, it was very, very tight. But we're used to that, you know. And, you know, Scott, you know, it happens more frequently than, than we think in a process like this, that there is a hurry up and wait kind of mm -hmm. cadence to, to the work where there is an urgency. But sometimes things may change or a brief may change or leadership may change that sort of affects that process. But this one was, it, it was a quickie. It was and, a and so how did the and, work turn out? Like, give us the... The work turned out great. I mean, <laughs> it, it was awesome. Ultimately, you know, our approach was, you know, this efficacy with a modern take on science. We just didn't hide behind the acne. So we celebrated our muses. We used real people, relatable people. We were talking in a wittier voice. We showed up in social. Most of this is really living online. You know, we elevated the typography and color palette, expressed science with clarity and simplicity and came mm. up with a, you know, new portfolio of new qualifiers and claim. Altogether, though, it looked it looked really beautiful. I can't really speak to the sales and the return on, on that investment since we don't have those measurements. But the client was happy. I mean, we had another client part of the same parent company. And this is ultimately what you want. You want companies and brands to see the work that you did with one person and say, come to you and say, hey, I want that. You know, so it allowed us to do a refresh for another product. I love it. 
Okay. Well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to bring you back. We want to talk all things creative. So we're going to wrap it up here. Big thanks to Milton Ryden, EVP in art design at Deutsch, New York. For Thank you for joining us. If you can't wait to our next episode, you want to learn more about Megan, you can find a link in our LinkedIn profile on our website at rerampod.com, or you can go check out their website at deutschnewyork.com. That's D-E-U-T-S-C-H-N-Y.com. Another link I want to tell you about in our show notes, if you didn't have a chance to take notes, of course, rebrand pods, everything you need. You can always find me on Instagram or Twitter or whatever else. It's just at Scott Harkey or Sharky AZ. Feel free to reach out. Love keeping this marketing audience going as we're building it. So remember, it's never too late to rebuild, reboot, or rebrand. 